0: PTC Media, bringing quality scouting podcasts to packs, troops, and crews. Find us on the web at ptcmedia.net. the Melrose Scouting Productions audio podcast featuring me, Buttons the Radical Boy Scout. Like dude, I am your host. Isn't that awesome? This podcast is for everybody who enjoys scouting from the little cubbing dudes to the older dudes and dudettes who lead our packs and troops. So like what do you say dude? Let's get started. Episode four.
1: Hello, and welcome to Episode 4 of Around the Scouting Campfire, a podcast about Boy Scouting. I am your host, Scoutmaster Steve, and with me is my co-host, Buttons, the Radical Boy Scout. How are you, Buttons? Totally awesome, dude, but also totally exhausted. Working at the Troops
0: Breakfast this morning was, like, really tiring.
1: I have to agree with you, Buttons. Our Troops Breakfast fundraisers can be hard work but they are good fundraisers but dude like what does the troop do with all that money well let's think about it for a moment the troop pays for the patches on your uniform your merit badges cards rank patches and pins it buys the tents you use for camping the pots you use for cooking and the saws that you use to prepare wood for the campfire really yes but that is not all the troop also uses the money from fundraising to help keep the program affordable For example, the troop will pay nearly half the cost of the upcoming council-wide Ripley Rendezvous activity, which helps make the activity more affordable for families. That
0: is totally awesome, dude!
1: These funds can also be used to pay the fees for buildings that we use at camp, or the cost for putting our leadership through a training course, or even buying the pizza and sodas for the troop overnight lock-ins.
0: Whoa! Our fundraisers help pay for a lot of stuff!
1: Yes, they do and they really help to keep the cost of the scouting program more affordable for everyone. Otherwise, we would have to ask the parents to pay for more, which, unfortunately, might not be possible for some families.
0: Whoa, like, dude, that would not make for an awesome situation.
1: No, it would not.
0: Do you know what else is awesome about a fundraiser, Mr. Scoutmaster Steve? What would that be, Buttons? Like... Dude, it gives each of us scouts the chance to practice being thrifty. Like, we can work to earn our own way to camp. Just like it says we should do in the Boy Scout handbook. You know something, Buttons?
1: What, dude? Like, you are totally correct.
0: I know, dude.
1: I am totally awesome.
0: Ah, wait. Were you making fun of me?
1: Well, maybe just a little, dude. Are you ready to do another show?
0: I was born ready and prepared, my scouting leader! Let us begin another awesome podcast!
1: During the nearly three decades of Troop 68's existence, the Boy Scouts of Melrose have had a good time performing at campfire programs, whether they're on camperees, on their own camping trips, or performing during their laughs for lunch shows that they would do annually in town here for the community. Um, Usually things go pretty well while we're doing our campfire programs or our skits and songs, but once in a while, things don't always go according to plan and something gets goofed up. Um, Let's travel back in time a bit to the mid 1980s. We arrive at Crow Wing Scout Camp in Minnesota. It is Wednesday night and the airy campfire programs have begun. A young patrol from Troop 68 walks to the front of the campfire to perform the song, I Wish I Was a Boy Scout. They have practiced and they are ready to perform. The patrol starts singing the refrain and then things begin to fall apart. As the boys act out the song one scout forgets his lines. The scout next to him tries to whisper to him to help him out, but the whisper is loud enough for everybody in the campfire to hear. Another scout does the wrong actions to his verse. One scout starts to sing off beat to the rest of the patrol. Before the song reaches the fourth of the six verses, the skit is beyond saving. But the boy scouts and leaders watching the performance are laughing hysterically. The harder the scouts try to do things right, the more they screw up and the funnier the song becomes. The laughter drowns out the other sounds around the campfire ring. The boys of the young patrol are feeling terrible as they sit down with their troop. How could they have messed up that badly? But guess what? The best was yet to come. One song or skit from each of the three area campfires at summer camp held that Wednesday night would be chosen to be a part of the Friday night closing campfire program. The scout campers of our area that our troop was in, laughed so hard during the I Wish I Was a Boy Scout song, that they chose the young troop 68 patrol to be in the Friday night program. During the next two days, the young scouts worked hard to perfect the song and actions. It actually looked pretty good Friday afternoon. But then Friday night arrived. The young patrol is ready. They are called down to perform their song. And it is Wednesday night all over again. And once again, the audience roars with laughter. The young patrol members feel bad about screwing up for the second time. But you know what? Who cares? The patrol or the scouts from the various troops and the camp staff enjoyed the song. The patrol members did their best. And everybody went back to their campsites with a smile on their face. The scout oath states, on my honor, I will do my best. That's all anyone can ever ask of you. And sometimes your best might even be better than perfection could ever be. Speaking of summer camps, let's listen to the buckskin staff of Many Point Scout Camp as they sing the Many Point Ballad.
0: Sure. Time for Buttons Corner, featuring me, Buttons the Radical Boy Scout. And before I begin today, I have a couple of emails to read to you. Yeah, people are writing me, dude. It's cool. The first one is from Jenica. At least I hope I said that right. She writes, "Dear Buttons, I am Jenica. I am 8 years old. I am in the second grade." I like you, and I really want to join Girl Scouts since I cannot be a Boy Scout. It seems much funner to be a Boy Scout since I could hang out with my brothers. Thank you for making videos for Scouts. Sincerely, Jenica. Hey, Jenica, thanks for writing and for the picture you drew of me. Yeah, it's cool. The second email I received is from Steve. On the Gateway District, yeah. Steve writes, Buttons, congratulations on getting your very own email. Hope you get lots of fan mail. Now, we need to get Dragon his own email as well. A word of caution. I've heard that Steve owns stock in a company that makes Nair. Beware from Steve. Um, Steve... I don't think Dragon needs his own email because he's only got paws since he's a dog. And like, dude, he wouldn't be able to operate the keyboard very well. And as far as that Nair thing, like, dude, what is that? Some old ancient thing that they used to have? I don't understand. I think you better write me again. All right. Now, it's time for Button's Corner nearly two years ago i did a video for melrose scouting productions with a cub scout yeah michael the cub scout and he was trying to teach me the cub scout promise but things weren't going very well for some reason he kept looking at me and he broke out giggling and we just had a lot of fun trying to have him teach me and for some reason i just wasn't catching on very well dude like Listen, and you'll find out what I mean. Yo, did. Like, I'm Buttons. Yeah, like the radical boy scout. Yeah, and this is a Cub Scout, dude! Yeah, you know, little... What's so funny? You. Me. my hair a mess yeah.
1: <laughs> Okay, now you're fine.
0: Okay, dude. Like today I am going to have him him. Yeah. Like teach me the Cub Scout promise. Yeah. Right? Yeah. dude got snot (laughs) no you're not nothing there? no yeah what? who are you? Michael the radical (laughs) boy I'm Michael the radical cub scout The radical Cub Scout? Yeah. Really? Yeah. All right, dude. Like, you're going to teach me the Cub Scout promise, right? Yeah. Okay. What is it, Michael? Uh, I promise to do my best, to do my teaching, to guide my country, to help other people, and to obey the law of the past. That's too fast, dude! <laughs> too fast! Slow down. I. I. Promise. Two. Two. Not three. Just two. <laughs> not three. Okay. Two. <laughs> do my best. Do my best. <laughs> to God and my country. To God and. What's your country? <laughs> It's both of our country. Oh, to USA. Yep. So, dude, USA rocks. (laughs) And God and my country. Uh, To help other people. Why? That's what it is. Oh, to help other people. And to obey the law of the pack. And to obey the law of the pack. What's that? (laughs) Okay. You see this? Yeah. It's a bear, isn't it? Is that what it is? Yeah. What do you think? A of bear. It? I'm a lion. Yeah, I think I already know that. Oh, okay. And you know, foxes and bears have different packs, so the bear has to respect its pack, okay? Okay. And that's why it's uh, to respect the law of the pack. Okay. Whatever. (laughs) Alright, that's it. If you start doing that one more time. Do what? Hey. (laughs) I just combed it, dude. Like, ah! Don't! Ah! Some people... Ah! (laughs) Stop that! Ah! I'm (laughs) leaving! Come back!
1: Once again, our campfire is starting to die, and our coals are glowing red, and we're coming to the end of another Around the Campfire podcast. For our Scout Leaders Minute tonight, I would like to tell you a little story about how to catch a monkey. This is from the book Ideas and Stories for the Scoutmaster's Minute, which is an old book I have as part of my collection that was written way back in 1956. So, let's begin how to catch a monkey. Anybody here know how to catch a monkey? Well, I can tell you how they do it in India. They take a coconut, cut a small hole in it, and put some rice inside. Then they tie the coconut down securely, and wait for the monkey. Monkeys are greedy and selfish. I guess you could say anybody who is greedy and selfish is a monkey anyway. Monkeys are so greedy and selfish that they fall for the coconut trick every time. The monkey sticks his paw into the coconut to get the rice. He gets a handful, but then he can't get his hand out of the coconut. His full fist won't go through the small hole. And he's so greedy and selfish that he won't let the handful of rice go. He just waits there with his greedy fist wrapped around the rice until the men come and take him. Well, you've got the moral to this story. Don't be greedy and selfish, or you may make a monkey of yourself. We have come to the end of another show. Buttons and I would like to thank you for listening to this podcast Around the Scouting Campfire. You can subscribe to this podcast at feeds2.feedburner.com slash Melrose Scouting Audio Podcast. Around the Scouting Campfire can also be found at iTunes and ptcmedia.com. Say goodbye, Buttons! Goodbye, dudes! Catch you next time, and don't forget to write! This podcast was brought to you by Melrose Scouting Productions. If you would like to leave us a comment, you can email us at webmaster at troop 68org or if you'd like to write Buttons, you can write to him at ButtonsT68 at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening.